Hello, and welcome to the Executive Health Show, where we guide executives to prioritize their health and wellness to maximize productivity, longevity, and mental acuity. I'm your host, Wade Foster. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to this episode of the Executive Health Show. Today we are going to be focusing on everything to do with business trips and business travel. Now, as most of you listening to this will be senior executives, I'm sure that uh, business trips and business travel are part and parcel of every day, every week, every month life of, of you guys. And coming up with a game plan, a strategy, a system to help you ensure that you are never regressing when you go on business trips. That's been one of the staples of the systems that I work with with my clients is how can we optimize the time that you are not at home, the time you're not in your normal routine. And I've got clients that travel three, four times a week. I've got travel clients to travel three, four times a month. Um, so things can vary. And what we've got to bear in mind is that like business travel, even in this day and age now, business travel is always, always going to be a modern day reality, even with COVID and more Zoom meetings and stuff. We're always going to be looking at um, travel, be it long haul, short haul, going across continents, time zone changes, um, then business dinners, client meetings, whatever it may be, it's going to create an enormous challenge upon your health and your routine. And this can like, there can be a lot of negative impacts with poor sleep, with lifestyle, with new likes, poorer nutrition, um, more alcohol, less training. If you allow it, the excuses are there if you allow it. And that's going to be the key. Everything is if you allow it. And I get there are more excuses. Things are a bit harder when you're traveling. So the goal of this episode is going to give you a strategy, a framework that you can implement when you are traveling so that you never regress. You always know how to best manage your lifestyle when you are traveling, be it short haul, long haul, time change, etc. So one thing that we have to look at traveling and health is understanding around being goal orientated. So as business executives, you are going to be goal oriented individuals. And I truly believe you must look at your health in the same way as you do your business. You've got to look at it as a, as a profit or a loss column. And what we're going to be thinking about here is we have either investment days versus expenditure days. So each day we have is either an investment day or an expenditure day. And what I mean by this is investment days bring you closer to your health goals and expenditure days move you further away from your goal. An example of an expenditure day would be like not hitting your sleep target or overindulging on a business dinner. So what we want to do is over the course of our lives, our weeks, our months, our years, have more investment days than expenditure days. At the end of every day, was this an investment day? Do I think that I, that I got closer to my goals? Or did I get further away from my goals? 
think that's a great way to start tracking your own health. Am I getting closer or am I getting further away? So what we want to do on business trips is the old um, KISS um, acronym. Keep it simple, stupid, right? There's so many ways that it can get complicated and things can throw up um, roadblocks or issues or excuses in your way. So what we want to do is we want to keep it simple. Make it as simple as we possibly can because it is important to remember like while you are traveling and the reason is for business, the number one goal is for you to be able to perform at your peak in the workplace. That's the goal while you're there. To to maybe do a deal or to keep a deal or to chat to colleagues or to make business sort of um, relationships blossom. So you want to be in peak performance. You're not going there to be an Olympic athlete, right? Or anything like that. So we need to plan the structures accordingly. So what we need to consider, stress, potentially sleep deprivation, poor hydration and poor nutrition, and then proper exercise. That's what we really need to consider when we're managing long distance, short distance, traveling for business dinners. So what we're firstly going to dive into is when you are traveling, generally, most of my clients that have, they will stay in a hotel. Okay, so they're going to stay in a hotel. Most hotels have a gym. It may not be any good, may not be what you're used to, but they have a gym. If they do not have a gym, you have your own body weight. That's that is more than enough to get a fantastic workout in. And remember, the goal of this trip isn't to be Michael Phelps, isn't to be Tiger Woods or anything. The goal of this business trip is to look after your health and perform your best there. So when we're exercising, we want to be thinking, why are we exercising? What exercising do I need to get done? Well, all you need to do is two things. You need to elevate your heart rate slightly to get a really good hormonal release. And you need to put your body, your muscles, against a form of resistance. That's not pushing PBs. That's not going to failure and absolutely grunting in the gym. That's getting a sweat on and doing some form of resistance exercise, be it body weight or be it um, on a gym equipment. So you don't need a lot of fancy equipment. You don't need a lot of time. So the first thing that I would always go into is... How long are you able to dedicate to training whilst you're whilst you're away? How long are you able to dedicate? Could be 60, could be 45, could be 20. Doesn't really matter. Because the switch is the goal of this training session is dopamine producing and get you being a high flying business executive. So we want to we want to secrete dopamine get you feeling as good as you possibly can. So that's the first thing. So what I have, what I generally recommend is you have like two styles of workouts whilst you're on a business trip, depending on what you've got access to. You would either have a resistance machine workout or 
depending if it could be, be a dumbbell workout, whatever the kind of they've got. But I'll play this by ear with resistance machines as most hotel gyms will have a line of resistance machines. So, but you can play along with this. So what I would do is I would assess what resistance machines are there or what dumbbells are there. And I would pick one exercise per body part. So if you're at an okay hotel with okay equipment, you're more than likely going to have a leg extension, a leg curl, a chest press, a shoulder press, a lat pull down, and a cable row. Now, you may not have all of those. You may need to do a dumbbell shoulder press. You know, you may need to do a dumbbell row. Uh, like, you may need to swap and, like, swap some things out. But generally, that's what you're going to have. So what I would personally do, I would do a 5 to 10-minute warm-up on a piece of cardio equipment. Bike, treadmill, rower. For me personally, I'd probably use the rower, but whatever suits you. Then all I'm going to do is I'm going to do one set, maybe two, but if we're going minimal minimal time spent in the gym, I'm going to do one set of 12 to 15 reps on the machine. That's it. That's it. I'm going to find, I'll do a couple of warm-ups to find a, a challenging-ish weight, like a couple of maybe two or three reps going, oh, that's too light, that's too light, that's too light. Then I'd go, right, this weight feels like I can get 12 to 15 reps. And that's it. I'd keep it that simple. I just want to stimulate the muscle, do it quick enough that I can get my heart rate up so I can burn a little bit of a sweat, get in and get out. That's the goal. If I haven't got time, that's the goal. So I'd spend five to 10 minutes on a piece of cardio equipment. I would do the rower, but it could be bike or treadmill. Then I'd work my way around the machine. So leg extension, one set of 12 to 15 reps. Leg curl, one set of 12 to 15 reps. Chest press, one set of 12 to 15 reps. Lat pull down, one set of 12 to 15 reps. Seated cable row, one set of 12 to 15 reps. And I would then, then once you get around, just go back and start again until 20 minutes is up that's it so you've got five to six exercises one set 12 to 15 reps then just keep on going until 20 minutes is up to keep it that simple it doesn't need to be complicated if while i'm there someone jumps on the leg extension while i was doing something else and it's not free when i get there i would just do body weight squats or goblet squats I would not overcomplicate it. And that's all I would do. That's all I do when I travel. If I'm traveling to meetings or I'm speaking at conferences and I've just got a gym and I don't have long to train, that's all I need to do because my goal isn't to hit PBs. My goal isn't to progress. My goal is to secrete dopamine, look after my body, look after my muscles and feel great. So that's the first thing I would do if I had access to a, a decent gym. If I didn't have access to a gym, and I was just in the hotel room, but there's a couple of things that I would potentially potentially do. And this, this depends on obviously your ability level slash injury health and so on and so forth. But going on a run would be a phenomenal thing to do. Otherwise, a form of body weight style training. I would probably pick five exercises. Push-ups, glute bridges, Maybe like walking planks, bodyweight squats, 
and maybe a burpee just for good measure because they're horrible. And I would do 30 seconds on each exercise. So 30 seconds on, push-ups. Then 30 seconds on, glute bridge. 30 seconds on, um, sort of like walking plank. Then 30 seconds in dumbbell squats. Or, sorry, just bodyweight squats. Then 30 seconds with walking lunges. Then I'd probably rest for two minutes. And then repeat that four to five times, depending on time frame. That's it. I can get that done in a hotel room with ease before my morning shower. Just get up and get it done. Really, really easy. I could do that every morning that I was there. That You could even put the timer for 10 minutes and just get something done. So my personal opinion, there's no excuse, no reason you can have an excuse for not doing a form of exercise while you're away. Then focusing on your step count, making sure you hit 7,500 to plus steps a day. If you do that, you're really looking after the exercise portion of your health while you're away. And that's the type of strategies that I put in place with my clients. Next is then looking after the nutrition part. And again, this comes down to discipline. If you're in a hotel, if you're going out for business dinners, there is going to be a lot more temptation because you're not in your kitchen with your foods, with what you ordered and so on and so forth. So there is going to be a lot more temptation. So what you want to do is be prepared and be an understanding. If you are, it's a big occasion, it's a big client dinner or a big celebration and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy tonight, then enjoy it. Have a great time and have it as an expenditure day. But if not, if you're like, this is just a standard trip, I don't need to indulge, I shouldn't be indulging, then push yourself to make it an investment day. When it comes to food choices at buffets or anything like that or at dinners, simply think animals and plants. It's all I'm going to eat. So I went out for dinner at the weekend. I had a sirloin steak. I had asparagus. I had red cabbage as sides. And it was phenomenal. And that was out with um, a couple of my colleagues in London. You don't need to order bad food. Food is really, especially if you go to nice, like food's really easy to order well. And just think, I want to eat animals and plants. You want to avoid your fried food, your pastries, your breads, your desserts and stuff like that. Now, trying to give you some practical advice for this as well. Generally, breakfasts are hit and miss. You either fast, you either don't have breakfast, which is what I would do personally, uh, but if you are a breakfast eater, hotel breakfasts are usually pretty good. You can usually pick eggs, you can usually get an omelette, and you can get vegetables and potentially a bit of fruit. Depending on how it's cooked, you can look at the bacon, you can look at the sausage, um, but you'd stay away from the cereal, stay away from the bread, stay away from anything processed, the muffins, the cakes, and go for something that's either animals or plants really really easy personally i would fast and i would just wait and get to lunch but you can look at you can look at things depending on how your day is day is situated for lunch even if it was a business lunch anything i would do i would have sparkling water and i would have a salad salmon salad chicken salad it's all i would order and then if i was going for or steak salad then if i was going for dinner i would have steak and vegetables like i just said what i had on the weekend 
really simple, really easy. And then if you do have to drink, you can have a drink, but don't drink a lot. One or two drinks. You don't need to have boatloads. It's not needed. Go for sparkling water. Go for a Diet Coke if you if you fancy it. Um, soda water and lime is a great drink. So that'd be where I would focus on from a nutrition point of view, from a business. But again, it comes down to being disciplined and making these choices. One thing that I will always push, uh, especially if you're on a longer haul flight, is hydration. So hydration is of the utmost importance while traveling. Um, so you should look to drink water as much as possible. Um, when I when I board flights, I like to have plenty of water with me. I generally try and take an electrolyte tablet or sachet um, to help support the body whilst like I'm in a pressurized cabin. Um, and I would try not to drink alcohol as alcohol is a diuretic on the body. So you want to focus on hydrating yourself as much as possible, especially if you're on a longer haul flight. If you're on a short haul, maybe a couple of hours, not too much to worry about. But if you're on kind of five hours plus, definitely focus on definitely focus on hydration there and hydration when you land. One thing I'll then dive into is the sleep side of things whilst you are away. So with sleep, with time zones, different bed, it can be difficult because you said... You could be out a bit later with business dinners. You could be working later. Um, you're in a different bed. You may want to then ring home to chat to your other half, chat to your children just before you go to bed. Um, the room, we have different variables than yours at home. So there are a lot of variables when you're away, a different time zone as well. So when you're sleeping, there's a few, when you're sleeping, when you go away on a business trip, there's a few staples that I will always, always bring with me. So firstly, I'm, I'm okay on supplements. Like I'm not the, the biggest fan of supplements, but one thing that I would take if I was traveling and especially traveling in different time zones, I would take some melatonin with me just to help me if I've been overly stimulated towards the end of the day, uh, working late or even drinking later. Um, and I want to try and get myself to sleep quickly. I would bring some melatonin with me and I would quite possibly bring some ashwagandha with me to help lower cortisol levels and bring myself into a parasympathetic state before bed. So I'd probably look at those two from a supplement point of view. Um, but what else would I bring with me? I would 100% bring a sleep mask and 100% bring earplugs. Because I don't know the environment that I'm going to be in. I generally try and book a Hilton, so my beds are quite nice. Like It's quite a good hotel. Uh, but you don't know until you're there, how the lighting is, how dark it is, etc. So I will always bring a sleep mask and I will always bring earplugs so that I don't have to worry about not like sound or uh, light while I'm while I'm sleeping. I would then calculate what time I want to well firstly I would calculate what time I need to be up the next day. So if I need to be up at seven to get a workout in, if I need to be up at six, if I need to be up at five, etc. Then I would count back seven hours from there. And I would ensure that I'm in bed seven hours before I need to get up. And that means for me, I would need to be in the hotel room seven and a half hours before I need to get up. Because that gives me half an hour in the hotel room to get ready for bed. And what that would look like for me is I would just ensure everything was tidy Everything was organized for the morning. So my clothes, my gym clothes were laid out because I would do a form of activity first thing. I would have a water next to the bed. 
I would then have a hot shower. Not scalding hot, but I would have a very, very warm shower while I'm sort of like cleaning my teeth, etc. So that my body's core temperature drops. And that is a great way to help you get into a deep sleep state quickly. So I'd have a warm shower. I would then get out. I would finish off my kind of bedroom hygiene. And then I would get into bed with dim light, with my blue light blockers on. And I would read until I started drifting away. And then book goes down, eye mask comes on, and then that's me. And earplugs go in, and then that's me done, hopefully having a really good night's sleep while I'm away. And everything I've said in this podcast shouldn't be rocket science to you. If you've heard what I've said in previous podcasts, a lot of it's regurgitated from that. You just need to be prepared. You just need to be a bit more organized and have your priorities in place. For me, how I feel and how I show up for the majority of the day is the most important thing. Not for the last couple of hours of a day. Oh, stay up for one more drink. We're having a great time. Or, oh, let let me stay up a bit later and do this and do that. No. Because I've got a full day work tomorrow. And I need to make sure I'm on top of my game from the moment my eyes open. So I'm going to prepare myself for that. And how I prepare myself for that is I put the right foods in my body. I make sure I get my good sleep. And I make sure I exercise so I'm releasing endorphins and I'm looking after my health straight away first thing in the morning. And then I'm going to be in good health. I'm going to come back in good health. I'm going to be performing in good health while I'm there. And I'm not going to regret or regress while I'm away. And that needs to be the mindset that you have. It's okay to say no to an extra drink and it's okay to order a water or a non-alcoholic drink instead. Now I know that our occasions that warrant maybe a bit more food or a bit more alcohol and that's no issues. When I meet my clients, we go out for steak and whiskey because I love a whiskey and I like steak. Right, and most of my clients do as well. And that's a really good occasion. Even though I'm a health coach, it's sometimes the first time I'm meeting my clients. So it's like, oh no, let's celebrate. Like it's a really good, amazing cause. So there's are times where you want to have a um, expenditure day and that's no issues. It's just, you need to make sure you're having more investment days than expenditure days. And that is how you combat making this a sustainable lifestyle, making this achievable and looking after your health, looking after your longevity, and looking after your peak performance. Hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. If you guys have any questions or ever ever have any episodes that you want me to deliver, please drop me a message on LinkedIn, and I will end this podcast with the quote that I end every podcast with. Don't wish for it to be easier. Wish for you to be better. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Executive Health Show. If you have any questions based on the information in today's episode or general questions around optimizing your health and cognitive performance, the best place to get hold of me is on LinkedIn. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash Wade Foster MSC and you'll find my profile. Uh, Send me a connection request and I'll be happy to answer any questions you've got. Hope you have a great day.
Cheers.